top of the morning, 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 top of the morning. Um, let's get this shit. Let's get all you you pre-pod listeners out there. What's going on? I just want to talk about things you know, like you're excited about, or what's going good, or or anything, anything good. Um, for me, uh, I started listening to uh the newest EP from Chica, who's one of my newest favorite rappers i think um she's like really young and she's out of alabama she's kind of awesome go check her out she released an ep and it's like super good um i just been really excited i i I have i get so excited about new people um finding success when they clearly uh like still have a sense of humility about it it's like they don't like think they deserved it like they were just out there doing their thing and people heard that and were like oh no like i'm gonna help you succeed and that's kind of exactly what happened to her uh and now she's succeeding and she's kind of crushing it uh and and it seems like she's like having a good time you know like it 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 makes me happy to see uh happy people who are successful uh because they were just out there doing their thing and not because they were they thought they deserved it or anything like that. But I've been really excited about specifically her, but also just like seeing people succeed is is a good feeling. Man, I most of, I feel bad. Most of the people that I like pers- uh, subscribe to, I feel like have already kind of blown up a bit. Um, like Gus Johnson, um, Hassan, some other commentators. It's like yeah, like I. Like me throwing five dollars at them on Twitch is not gonna like help them in the long run, you know? Yeah. Gus Johnson, though. Uh, I have what actually been like on a YouTube rabbit hole this past week of Gus Johnson stuff. Gus Johnson. <laughs> been watching a lot of videos. So funny. He's so. I need to go back and watch his like um like some of his older stuff. Um, because you said that he was on Smosh Pit or something. Like he was like when Smosh blew up, they were like and like became like a bigger business that they he's been right? on a lot of uh like you laugh you lose smashed up yeah like you laugh you lose is what i've seen him on yeah yeah, yeah. Like we watched like a clip of that maybe it was yeah. like a month ago he's, or something i remember we watched something of, yeah. of him on that and it was really funny yeah, yeah. he just came out and he just came um, out like greased up in a diaper or something it's just like the funniest thing ever so <laughs> funny. i yeah. am i have i'll go i am excited uh we, I did some rearranging down in this room that I'm recording in right now, my like little mm-hmm. bonus basement. It's just like a finished part of the garage, pretty much. Um, and uh, I put away a lot of my retro games. I collect retro games, and I just don't play them much. Uh, yeah. But the one, we, I, I was sitting with my wife, and we were fig- trying to figure out how to, like, what ones to pack away, what ones to keep out. And she said, I'd love if we could move the PlayStation 1 upstairs because she likes a couple of PS1 games. So I All put right. that we put that up in our main living area. And Roland was obviously, my son was interested in it. And he's almost five. He'll be five in March. Um, and I guess he's not almost five. He's four and a half. Um, mm-hmm. But we brought up Spyro Year <gasps> of the Dragon. And mm. I gave him a controller. I- and he freaking played the game for the first time. He was able to like navigate, jump, attack, charge. Like he figured out the controls for Spyro and he completed like a level or two. And that is like, 
this is the era, right? Like this is mm -hmm. the era where my son is starting to like play video games. And I've been That's waiting amazing. for this for forever, you know? Yeah. So <laughs> we're shooting to get a Switch for Christmas this year. Ooh. I'm way behind the eight ball in Nintendo land. I'm sorry, but. Dude, I also want to switch yeah, for Christmas. Yeah, so I think year. we're really going to kick it off with Mario Kart and Mario and Animal Crossing and all this stuff. So very exciting yeah. times uh, to be a. a so I don't the Zelda train early. Party. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Zelda, of course. Well, and then there's the like all of the. Um, uh, I don't remember exactly like what consoles were, but a lot of old games on if you get like Nintendo online, which is not very expensive. Yeah, uh, yeah. If you ever want to play like Smash with us, yeah. but that also comes like with all of the year, old classic uh, oh, games man. too, which would be fun to, I think, play. Like a lot of the, like, like you know, like Link to the Past and like other right. um, games like that would be super fun, I think, to play with a kid. Yeah, I'm learning that the incline difficult, like the entry level difficulty when we were young, is a lot different than it is now. Like you try to put a kid on like an Xbox or a PlayStation Four. Like, there's just too many buttons. Like, I was, I started on a Super Nintendo and then really into 64, and that is still pretty overwhelming, but it's not nearly as bad as like two joysticks, all the buttons, the clicking down of the joysticks, <laughs> left and right bumper, the yeah. bottom left and right bumper. Um, like, there's I mean, just a lot going on. So, the, it's the point of entry has <laughs> just changed, I feel like. Oh Cause my like, gosh. whenever, right, exactly. Like, the, the Wii also was like when games were still trying to be super accessible. But I think we talked about this in a pre-pod like a while ago, but it's like all the accessibility has moved to like mobile games and like iPads and iPhones and, and mobile Oh my phones. gosh, no, please, no. So there's like no accessibility they for make, consoles anymore. It's like you, you have to be an experienced they make gamer more money. To, make a, to pick up a PC or pick up a mm -hmm. console. Right. Isn't that crazy that mobile gaming like makes more money than like a like a standard? It is crazy. It doesn't surprise me. I don't play mobile games personally, but they're, but like globally, um, it, it's it's one of those things that you like because of your experience. You're like, oh, nobody does that, and then exactly. you find out one day. No, I'm the I'm the odd one. Like right. everyone does play yeah, this, and yeah. it's just me. Most of the world, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I would never touch League of Legends Wild Rift with like an eight foot pole. You know, yeah. like, I would never download um, Wild Rift, but I'll play League. Whereas there are other people like that are just wild rift heads right right their like they whole would prefer world. to play a moba on their phone you know and they're like why would i play on pc when i've got a phone in my pocket all the time Bro, you know there are people the who go so insane on mobile games that they'll get an adapter for their tv and they'll play mobile games like through a monitor holy Bro, cow they'll, like emulate mobile games on a pc to play a mobile game like clash royale like the like the, the mobile version of like call of duty they'll like play it through their computer <laughs> i'm like dude bro i mean i get i get like um clash what royale or, or clash of clans right clash like of clans you're a big great. clash of clans head yeah and then and then you're like a pc guy now and you want to keep playing but you want to just throw it up on your on your monitor um i mean like we're we were playing emerald you know the gba emulator, yeah so. uh um, which was not a mobile but, to begin with though let's let's keep I guess mobile technically. Yes, yeah. Was yeah, kind of a mobile game. Kind of a mobile game. The, the pre-smartphone <laughs> yeah. mobile game. Not a phone, not right. a phone game, but a mobile right. game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, well, going back to your the accessibility of games, um, Hannah like 
didn't grow up playing games at all. Like I think she played like Nintendogs and then like another wow, game for her DS that she got. Um, but it's like it's crazy. Like if you just like take someone with no muscle memory of video games and sit them down with a game they like cannot no. play. It's yeah, literally no. they cannot play. No yeah. Um, and yeah, like I'm thinking of Roland and stuff, but it's like yeah, like it's a lot. Like sitting him with an Xbox controller might be like overwhelming, but if he were to do that like every other day, he would eventually get it right. Like I, I grew up on my dad's PlayStation Two. Uh, and I sucked at every single game, but eventually, because I had nothing else to do, exactly. and it was some, I was getting some kind of dopamine from just it, I going. eventually just learned to get better, right? right? Yeah. Um, but, like, as an adult, if you're getting no dopamine from it, and you're just like, this is dumb, or, like, I'm not good at this, then, like, you just turn it, off. it would take you hours to, like, figure it out, and, like, but there's no yeah. drive to want, yeah. to want to play, you know? I also so. think it's crazy that, like, I mean, I didn't really think about this, but, like, you're literally... <laughs> Like there's a skill to playing video games, especially like first person video games and like fighting games that you don't really understand you have until you talk to somebody who doesn't have it. Right. Because like like Smash is one thing because like you can still move around and like you can jump and like but like to actually play the game, it takes a lot of hours to like yeah. learn the mechanics. But like FPS especially, like a lot of people who are new at gaming can't even move the camera and mm -hmm. their player at the no. same time. Yeah, no and way. Yeah. Like, let alone, never let alone be that. aware of their position in right. a space where and you can only see one direction. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. Like I tried to like I was playing CS. And I was like Nicole, <laughs> right. do you want to like try? We're playing. I was like playing a death match uh, and like I put the no headphones way. on her head. And she was like moving. Her, she was like she would like move the mouse and then she would walk forward and then she would die. And I'd be like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> time out. Time out. You just move the mouse. I'll move your character and just try to try to shoot somebody. And like just so we spent heads. like fifteen minutes just like walking around and she would like click on people and like she would like get a kill every now and then. I'd yeah, like, nice like job. It that stuff has to become um, second nature, like moving your head is, right? Like you don't think about all of the muscles contracting when you turn your neck around, but like when you're doing something like that for the first time, you think like, oh wait, I wanna look to the right, so I have to do this. Oh, now I need to move forward. Like like you, cause your brain can't consciously do two things at the same time. It's, like you it's have patting to, your head and rubbing your belly times 10. Exactly. Yeah, and so yeah. it, you have to get to the point where you just like think like rub your belly and your arm does it rather than like, oh, I have to move yeah. my arm in a circle. So you have to like get to the point right. where like when you're playing a game like that, like like I want to move forward and just like you tell your feet to move forward when you walk, right. like and you don't think about you it. You don't it think happens. about it anymore. It's like, yeah, yeah. like it's like, your, your, you totally. press the W key and you move forward because that's just like what you want to do. Another right. one, another yeah. one. It's also is like, like MOBAs. MOBAs Those is what I was like going to say. Yeah. yeah. Like but I you have, don't, I had Maggie sit down. I had Maggie sit down and and play a MOBA, and it's just like the movement, the ability to put a, like shoot an ability in the direction you want, and like a, let alone like kiting and right, you know, like positioning. Yeah, like I remember playing Dota for the first time with a bunch of people that have already played, and they were like, "What are you doing on that part of the map? You shouldn't be there." And I was like, what do you mean? Like, there's no there's no rule book for positioning. And now that I've been playing it for so long, it's like you everybody just cohesively like is on the map where they're supposed to be. And then, like you said, when you do a, like a combo or something, it's like I'm going to just do this combo and my hands know what to do and I don't have to think about it. But I'm I'm actually paying attention to like 
Jackson's character to see if he's gonna come in or if I'm doing my combo at the right time so he can jump on board. It's like my brain is not even paying attention to what my character's doing anymore. You're so blink like, ravaging while watching everyone else. Exactly, like, oh, now is a good time for me to do this. It's not hard for me to do it. I just want to make sure everybody else is in a good enough position. And that that my, my Zach Haley, my body is inputting this into a keyboard while looking at it. Brains are crazy. <laughs> Brains yeah, are so crazy. Put some, yeah. put, some respect, I, put some respect on gamers' names. That's what we're trying to say that's here. That's what we're trying yeah. to say. But also, there are like on plenty of other like brains. realistic like hobbies that people can do that I cannot yeah. do. That like I like I can't snowboard and like I am in awe of people who can snowboard. Um, you know, and like am I, I mean, saying like, that gaming uh, is as cool as snowboarding? Maybe, but another another good one is like basketball. Dribbling a ball is not simple. The first time you're no, like, it's not dribbling no, a ball no. and running. Oh, like Ooh, a layup crazy. is actually incredibly complicated. Like a layup yeah. is actually more complicated than a jump shot, which is kind of crazy like when you're it's first a, learning how to play. Right, it's a finesse game. Yeah. Before we move on, I did want to say like there is something about like pulling off like a quick scope and just like you know what I'm saying like I I'm thinking Magic. of Destiny but like sniping sniping in PvP like when you get a headshot it feels amazing like I'm thinking of World of, um, um, uh, Modern Warfare Two like intervention quick scope like snapshot sights like you and and you like feel like. I did that through muscle memory. Right. Right. Like you're like, oh, I didn't dude. like, I didn't think about it. I just like did flicks. It. And then you think yes. about well, yeah, flicks. Flicks. Flicks in exactly. CS is like insane. Whenever I see somebody do a flick or whenever I do one myself, I'm like, I didn't see anything on my screen. It I just, just flicked my mouse yes. and clicked and hit yes. somebody's head. $300. That that's all you it's, see. $300. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a full, it's, it becomes a full trust in your own like reflex yeah, and self yeah. and then it, at a certain point it feels like i didn't do that but i did that like, i trust myself to yeah. know my, where to point as soon as i see something that i need to point at yeah but you're not it's almost thinking where about you it. you don't you, yeah you need to get to the point where you don't think about it right right literally for people and i think that's awesome. don't play video I games so cool. i feel like hitting a flick headshot is the same like feeling of like hitting a three off the dribble or hitting a fadeaway in the landing post a and like in swishing it right it's like that is just like emergent like typically you're thinking about it but like you just turn and throw up the ball right or like a reverse layup like it becomes so ingrained in your nature you're not thinking about where the ball is or like what you're doing with your hands you're just like hmm maybe if i just like turned around and threw this ball in the air it'd go through the hoop and you just do it you know and it's just is like it, it's, it's just a beautiful sight in video games, it's pretty funny too because you 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 have this muscle memory, but the second you change somebody's sensitivity or their DPI, <laughs> it's just like they gone. lose you lose everything. <laughs> it's you like wearing shoes that are too big it for you. It takes you so many games to get yeah. back. Like What's going I was playing, on? I was playing Destiny, and I was turning down the volume, and then I was like, I turned that down too low, and I went back, and I didn't go like uh, like down enough pages to like audio i was just under the first page and i i like turned it up and i turned up my sensitivity and then like i wasn't thinking because we were in the middle of like a, a a a pvp match and then i'm like what is wrong with me i cannot hit anything <laughs> and then, and then i go back and i was like oh i turned my sense up to like seven when i'm rocking like a three yeah. 
Sheesh. So what else is everyone happy about? Oh, yeah. So something that has been like making me pretty happy recently, a couple things. I'll keep them short. For the first is uh, just watching basketball analysis videos. Oh, yeah, dude. Um, I just miss basketball. And like mid-October can't come fast enough because I'm just ready to watch regular season basketball again. But like if you're ever interested about like getting into basketball, like I always tell people like who don't like sports, you just have to like approach it in a different way. You know, people will watch Haikyuu and be like, that was dope. Then they don't want to like watch a basketball game. But I'm like, no, you got to follow the narratives like. Pro sports to me is all about the narratives. Find a find a person you like a lot. Yeah. I almost said character. I mean, essentially they are. Well, find find somebody. Is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Find the hero of your story, right? Whether that's like Damian Lillard or LeBron James or Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, James Harden. Like, find your hero, Giannis. Right. Learn about their backstory, which is like find out like how they got to where they've gotten, and then follow them throughout the season. Yeah. Learn who um, their rivals watch are. Their games. Yeah. Learn what teams, what players their rivals are. Learn who they're competing against. Like. If like if, if your favorite character character Jesus if your favorite player was <laughs> LeBron James for instance like at this point all he has left to prove is that like he is as good or better than Michael Jordan which will likely never happen but he's like kind of playing in a vacuum so it's interesting to watch him from that perspective versus watching somebody like Kevin Durant who's still like trying to prove that he's the best in the world um, and like seeing him succeed is a different kind of feeling or Steph Curry carrying the Warriors to the playoffs like that is like a different beast altogether. So um, if you're ever like interested in like seeing other people make these narratives happen or like watch them like analyze teams and like the stories that they're telling, um, Rusty Buckets is a great YouTuber. Jimmy High Roller is a great YouTuber. I love Jimmy High Roller. Um, Jimmy High Roller, honestly, is what, probably the best way to start because like he just tells stories and it's great. Um, but I like I've been, that. I've been enjoying that a lot. Um, and then music, if you haven't, Wait, can I say to... so? Can I say one more thing about the, oh, the yeah, sports one? It's also really important when like approaching like pro professional competition in general to learn what swag is in that sport. Yes, I see my veins. Like, no, <laughs> like hit highlight clips and learn learn what the swag is because once you do that, then you can really be hype about your hero. But yeah, mm -hmm. go ahead, Ronnie. Music. Uh, I love it. Uh, as far as music is considered, we're not doing a Donda prepod, so I'm not going to talk about Donda. Um, but there is um, a folk bluegrass slash classical slash they're just really good at their instruments band um, called Not Our First Goat Rodeo. Essentially, um, it's an album by like that's I guess the, technically the name of their conglomerate, but. Um, some of the greatest stringed instrument players like of all time of their instruments. You're talking about Yo-Yo Ma, Christy Lee? Yeah, like Christy Lee. So you're not gonna, arguably, I have that CD in my it's car. It's so good. Like, it's so good. Like It's I've, so I've good. Go Radio Sessions like, is one of my favorite. There's There are two of them now, too. Yeah, I've listened I've listened to probably oh like both of these albums so many, so many times over the past like I had no years. idea. Yeah, I love, I love Christy Lee I love so much. Those. Like, oh, I love the dude, Punch Brothers, too. he's one of my all-time favorite musicians. I mean, he's incredible. Oh, dude. He's incredible. So if, if me and yeah. Silas geeking out is not enough he's to convince I, play you, the mandolin. I don't know what will be, but like, 
Christy Lee is probably the best mandolin player of all time. Yo-Yo Ma is probably the best cello yeah. player of all time. Stuart Duncan is yeah. top five bass players. Or is it Edgar Meyer? One of them plays bass. Um, and I think... I think Edgar Meyer. Edgar Meyer is the, the bass player. Okay, then Stuart Duncan is the, the viola player, I, right? I take that back. I, I don't know. know. I don't know. One of them is a yeah. bass player. One of them is a so viola a cool, player. Um, or violin player. A cool, like, narrative... You're talking about, like, narratives. Uh, the cool narrative about that album, I think, is so. Uh, Yo-Yo Ma is a completely classically trained cellist. Very much like the sheet music and the theory and all of that stuff. He's very technical. He's perfect. And and I and I believe the 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 violin players. Stuart, I'm not I'm not sure which one what what his name is. Um, but uh, he is the opposite. He is completely self-taught. Cannot read sheet music. Everything he plays is like just from his head. And and then Chris Thiele and the bass player can do both. Uh, and so like the challenge was how do we all make music together when the way that we make music is so different and the way that we understand music is so different, even even though the like the instruments we were playing are technically very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man, go go. If, if if you need convincing, go check out the track out of boy. So that's good. all you need. That's all you need. And here. Alfie, Alfie but, Donovan uh, is dude, I'm so excited you're vocal. listening to that. Uh, Alfie Donovan is also like an incredible vocalist that, that jumps mm-hmm. in on a lot of their tracks and like the harmonies they do yeah. are incredible. Like it's it's called Goat Rodeo because of that exact situation Silas was talking about. Like a Goat Rodeo is the idea that like a lot of things have to go right for this to work. Um, like yeah. you have to make like <laughs> if everything isn't perfect then it's going to fall apart um and also like kind of a play mm-hmm. on words too because like a lot of them i would consider them the greatest of all time of their instrument too so it's like that like yeah. play on words like it's a goat rodeo because like it could fall apart at any given moment it's also a goat rodeo because it's a bunch of the best instrumentalists of all time playing together just jamming so go listen to that if you like like also- really complicated folk classical bluegrass jazz music it's wonderful so, I like- it is so good I like that their second album is called Not Our First Goat Rodeo. Yeah. Right? That's, that's pretty funny. Oh, they also have a Tiny Desk Concert, if you like those. Yeah. Uh, that's, a, that's, that's, that's a really easy way to get tiny into desk concerts. something like that. Oh, I don't think I see that. Their at-home one is the better one, but they're both really good. Ooh. I'm going to put this in our watch together, so we're going to listen to this. Anyway, nice. anybody else? I guess uh, Jackson, Chance? Just making you um, I, 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 the only thing that I can kind of think of is at this point, I'm getting ready for practicum in the spring. So practicum Mm -hmm. is like mini internship, uh, instead of internship being like 40 hours a week, like of, you know, being a counselor, this is 40 hours in a semester with, with, a with clients. And uh, the um, practicum I'm looking at doing is counseling on counseling college students on my campus, like doing their the college counseling center. And I've been thinking yeah. about that, and I think that's it, it's pretty exciting. I'm I'm excited to work w- with college students. They're younger than me, and when you are counseling with people that are older than you, it gets kind of weird because you have to like there's this wall where you have to like kind of convince them like, yeah, I'm still, right. I, I'm, yeah. I'm, you can trust me. I'm good at what I'm doing. I'm trained, blah, blah, blah. Even though I'm, you know, 
five to 20 years younger than you or whatever. Right, right. And being not too much older than college students is beneficial because you understand their zeitgeist and that automatically makes them feel more comfortable. And I don't know, I've been thinking a lot about it. I think it's gonna be really cool. Uh, I'm pretty excited about it. Um, yeah, mine's not as much like content, but uh, it's been on my mind. And so I'm pretty excited about it. Well, it, is that your, um, did you say like, this is like your first time, like, I guess, uh, like applying all of your like counseling stuff or have you counseled before? Yeah, no, point? the only counseling that I've done before this is with my cohort. So like um, right. doing what's called confederate counseling. Um, and it's it's real, but it's like somebody I know already, right? Right. right? And yeah. I still have to. I still would record myself. It's still super uncomfortable, and you're trying yeah. to figure stuff out, and you're still practicing skills. But yeah, this this is would be my first time with people that are actually coming in for help. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, I'm pretty excited about it. I have I have been pretty busy. Um just with like a lot of stuff i feel like i'm always moving these days um but i have picked up some spanish i've been trying to like learn learn some new skills um i don't know why i think i just felt like i just felt kind of like sedentary like i wasn't growing and i was like looking for something to like just devote like a little bit of time to every day because yeah. I, like, I wanna I wanna like always get better at something right and like I'm I'm getting better at like my job and uh, mm -hmm. podcasting and stuff but I for some reason I've always wanted to learn a second language um, and I just was like man like there are so many like Spanish speaking Americans especially in the South and it would be really cool to like pick that as a language because I might actually because if I learn like French you know it's like. How many times am I, am I going to go to France or maybe Canada? Right. And like, you know, so it's you, you have um, the itch to um, develop more neural pathways, parts of your brain that you haven't like, yeah, yeah, got yeah, to exercise yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Right. It's pretty sick. Yeah. So it's it's, it's been pretty fun. Honestly, um, I, I'm usually one of those people where I either like hella like stick to something and go all in or I just like don't do it right you know like if I'm gonna play a game like I play a game that has like a huge mastery or just a, a depth to it that I can like fill myself in and I usually can't play more than one game at once so mm -hmm. uh, I'm, I'm happy that I've actually been like sticking with it and it wasn't like a like a flaky kind of hobby kind of thing um, but I yeah, will I'm excited say for you. That's awesome. in in the in the way of film which is another another um, area that I like to like uh, learn and grow in. I've been watching some fun movies. Uh, I've got a huge list of movies I need to catch up on. Um, but I, Jackson and I watched two of the John Wick oh, movies so uh, and Wick. they were so fun. Um, so they were obviously they're kind of like memes, but I, I think the, the level of action and those and choreography um, I don't know. I just love it. And yeah, Keanu Reeves may not be like the best like Oscar actor, but he acts like the way he acts with his body, you know, the way he like can do all the stunts and stuff, I think is amazing. And then another fun guilty pleasure uh, movie that I've been wa that I've watched was um, uh, my sister in law has like moved in with uh, Hannah and I and she's a huge horror 
person and she made us watch Fear Street. Have you guys seen Fear Street? Is that on now? I have no clue what that is. The it three is part Netflix. movie or the three different movies? It's, it's a yeah, yeah it, it is a trilogy. So cool. And it starts the first one is set in the 90s and it is kind of it, it takes from like Halloween like Michael Myers like slasher mm-hmm. like they're all slasher movies uh-huh. but it's definitely like a Michael Myers Halloween movie and then the second one goes back 30 years and it's set in like either the yeah, 60s or 70s or at a yeah at a summer camp and it's like Friday the 13th like horror slasher at a summer mm-hmm. camp um and then the last one is like 18 oh, it's, something it's like, like it's 1666 or something oh yeah, yeah yeah 16 yeah yeah 1660 and it's um it's like a witch yeah. trials so it's like it's kind of Ooh. like a period period film like witches and stuff um but they perfectly capture each of the periods they're set in uh and the movies that they're based on um but they're all set in the same town that's what's the the thing is like they're all that. in the same town and you learn about the mythos in the yeah. world as you go farther back in time it's really really good um highly recommend watching this especially in october they're they're very fun movies to watch in october and they've got like a, it's got like a rock star right. cast it's got um uh max from stranger things um and oh, that's right um, yeah, I, yeah, I believe yeah. some newer some newer actors that i that are kind of up and coming but um it's very fun so you know what else is all that's all all that i've been up to a horror is our dungeons and dragons game is a horror let's play (laughs) (laughs) absolutely i feel like i feel like we're we're moving into some not as sad uh and absolutely depression tier tier free episodes so, oh, just episode. you, just you wait till you hear what I have. Just you wait. Just you wait. <laughs> <laughs>